purpose number one is being yourself, but you but you need a process to know what that is and, and how to mm. discover yourself. And then secondary purposes is be yourself in your relationships, in your projects, in your career, in, in everything you interact with. Hello, and welcome to the Helping Organizations Thrive podcast. This is your host, Julian Roberts. This podcast is to provide leaders with insights, discussions, and robust strategies to help their companies thrive. We'll be interviewing business leaders, owners, experts, and thought leaders in the field of business resilience. Do enjoy the episode. Welcome to Helping Organizations Thrive. Uh, today, I have the great pleasure of Jonathan Cave. Uh, Good morning to you, Jonathan. Good morning, Julian. Good to see you. Uh, you are an entrepreneur, coach, and facilitator working with top CEOs, executives, and business owners in various sectors like finance, sustainability, pharma, healthcare, and well-being. Uh, originally from New Zealand, uh, and you are now the founder and CEO of MyFi, a Swiss-based center of, of leadership excellence. Um, you're also a founder of JC Solutions, a company advising high net worth families on next generation issues. And you are a lawyer by profession where you spent 15 years serving some of the world's wealthiest entrepreneurs in an advisory role. And today we're going to be um, tapping into what you call empowerment and um, a little bit of how you got there as well uh, and how we look for those solutions inside us as opposed to externally. Uh, but before we go there, Jonathan, I'd love to know what you love about what you do. What I love, uh, well, great to be here, first of all, but what I love about what I do is that and it enables me to live my values, express my talents, and progress towards my aspirations on a daily basis. And that helps me find what I call my central alignment line, which is my high-energy, high-performing, authentic self. And that's a great feeling as you get up every day and uh, go out and do something you love. That's a wonderful expression, central alignment. <laughs> I love that line. So, so talk me a bit more about what is that central alignment line and, and how did you realize that, discover that for yourself? What, what was the sort of process and the moment that happened for that? Well, the, uh, the central alignment line is a line we have in all of us, uh, which is a high-energy, high-performing, authentic self. This is the, the state where we feel uh, free, we feel we're not playing a role, we feel uh, unafraid. And sometimes we kind of hit this line, you know, we, we've all had moments in our lives where we're going, wow, I just feel fantastic, etc. And we're, we're all searching for that line without anyone having explained what it is. We certainly don't, don't learn about this stuff in school or university. And sort of we, we look for this line, but spend so much energy going back and forth, back and forth, sometimes hit it, but then can't stay there for very long. And so in terms of my journey, I was misaligned. I was playing a role as a lawyer. I can tell you more about that, but I was misaligned. Uh, I wasn't being my authentic self. I felt like I was playing a role. So how it started is, right, how can I find the real Jonathan? How can I find the real me who then can, you know, shine his light, his energy, his talents, and, and hopefully have a positive impact in the world? That's how it started. And so are we talking 
we, people talk about flow, don't they? Being in the yeah. flow, being in the sort of place of where they they're performing at their best, and yeah. and when you see those people uh, or see somebody in that context, you think they're actually performing at their best in the flow. Is that similar also to people aligning to their purpose and getting real clarity on on their purpose? Is is that what you're saying? That central alignment is his purpose. Yes. Yes. Um, you look at yourself in the mirror, we all do, uh, in the morning, in the evening, we brush our teeth, we, et cetera. Um, but our focus is mainly on the outside. We've been conditioned to look outside from a very young age. Okay, at school, for instance, we learned two things, information and processes. Okay, so information like capitals of the world, uh, processes like algebra, photosynthesis. And then when we leave, uh, and, and you were tested on that. Julian, you were never tested on Julian at school. You were tested on the, <laughs> these outside subjects. And so we're taught to look outside. And even in this day and age with, for instance, Google, if I've got a question, I'll, most people will put it into Google. Or if mm. I've got a headache, I'll go and buy a Panadol. So we're conditioned to look outside. And what I'm inviting people to do is to learn insight, okay, to look inside so that you have clarity as much on the inside as the mirror is showing you when you look at yourself on the outside. Okay. So, so talk me about your journey of this. I mean, we, we know there's there's a lot of stuff out there on, on on discovering your why, you know, Simon Sinek, those sort of thing. And and I do a lot of um, purpose alignment with clients as well, because I think it's really important to place the start uh, before you can start in anything in terms of uh, coaching is get alignment on your purpose, get clarity on your purpose. So how did you, for yourself, discover this central alignment, this sense of well, flow, but actually being able to stay in it and be more aware of the inside aspects of who you, Jonathan is? So so let me take you back six years. I was 40 years old. I was a partner in a law firm in Geneva, Switzerland, serving some very, very wealthy, uh, famous um, entrepreneurs. Everything looked great on the outside. Okay, the money was flying, the clients, the status, etc. Um, but there was a big gap in terms of how I was feeling on the inside. I felt stressed. I had uh, health issues, back problems, etc. I was unable to be present with my family, fully present by that. I mean, I was working day and night, and I was feeling I wasn't being myself. I wasn't living my purpose. I was playing a role, and. There's two choices. Either you carry on and say, right, well, you know, I've, everything looks good on the outside. But the problem is we live life from the inside. I've never actually seen Jonathan Cave apart from through a mirror. <laughs> we live and experience our lives from the inside. And so there was a gap between what my life looked like on the outside and how I was feeling on the inside. And I ended up calling this the happiness gap. <laughs> okay. And I thought, right. I was asked to take over the law firm, so I had a choice in front of me of carrying on on this path that I was on or doing something else, and I had absolutely no idea what that might be. So I worked on myself for about nine months asking myself one question. Will I? So were, you, were you still working at this point? I was still working. Yeah, I was still working and I was negotiating in terms of, right, am I going to take over? What would be the So this was, this was your process before you just thought, well, you're going to go through it or not. You took a Absolutely. time out, almost some real time to invest in yourself to really think this through properly. 100%. And I asked myself yeah. one fundamental question. Will I be happy and fulfilled if I carry on along this path? 
And after nine months, um, the answer was clearly no. So I quit without having the faintest idea of what I was going to do. Now, half the people I knew said, you're absolutely crazy. You've got two young kids, you've got a wife, you've got a great position, just carry on, just suck it up, etc." So they said, I'm crazy. And the other half said, oh, wow, I wish I was quitting because I feel that I'm not doing, I'm not living my purpose, etc." And I had no plan B, but I trusted in myself and I trusted in a sense in the universe to find who I was and to find my purpose. And just take us back to that, that point when you made that decision, because yeah. that is a big decision. In fact, that yeah. A, you, you're already in a very good position and you're going to take on a huge position financially and that whatever success, whatever that means anyway, um, from the worldly view of you, the outside view, as it were. How did you get, and obviously you went through a process, what was the sort of tipping point of making that decision? And when you took that decision, how did it feel when you took that decision? So the tipping point was um, I wanted to be me again, and I'd lost who that person was. And the nine months, I, I'm a Cartesian lawyer, so you don't make rash decisions. You know That's what we're paid <laughs> to do as lawyers. So I applied that process to myself. But it became clearer and clearer that I had another destiny. I had no idea what it was, but I was, if I stayed in this current state, it wouldn't be beneficial for me. The confirmation came when I announced this decision to my partners, to the law firm partners. It was the first time in my life that what I had wanted to say, what I had prepared in my mind, came out exactly as I would have wanted. I wouldn't have changed one word. And it was so clear and so powerful that they saw there was no negotiation. There was nothing to discuss. It was I was already sort of gone. And I walked back to my car and sort of sat there for 10 minutes going, I feel so free, so powerful. I've taken the first step towards finding the real me and then expressing that to the world. Despite the fact I had no job, <laughs> I'd just given up a lot of money, etc. But I, it, I've never felt so so fantastic as that point when I literally had given away twenty years of a career of a career and a promised career going forward. And, and obviously, thinking very logically here, and just thinking very um, pragmatic. Okay, I can say so. You got to that point when you knew this is not for me, and I get that totally get that and you've discovered what your what was your true destiny really was um why did you take the i guess that brave step of stepping out into something but without anything there or the knowledge of what you would do um was there not another process involved then i guess to discover that and would you not do that in tandem with your nice, comfortable job and everything else. <laughs> I'm just being, you know, just throwing that out to you, really. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. So you, you may have had the same people say the, exactly the same thing to you. Why don't you just wait a little bit longer? And let, let's say most people have a plan B, even a plan C. I had no plan B, yeah. and I liked the fact that I had a blank piece of paper in front of me, uh, where I could write on this paper, I could draw, I could paint, I could put it into a plane. Uh, and throw it. I felt that before deciding what I would do as an activity, I needed to find out who I was as a person and who I wanted to be 
mm-hmm. going forward. If I didn't answer that question, I could choose something else and do something else, but with a high likelihood of probably getting it wrong. Why? Because I haven't created the foundation of, right, who is Jonathan Cave? What are his values? What are his talents? What are his aspirations? And how can I turn that, how can I turn me into an activity? So this was the beginning of starting to look inside rather than outside. And I did that by simply asking myself questions. As, as, as soon as I quit, I started asking myself questions that we never have time to ask ourselves, like, right, what are your values? What are your talents? What are your aspirations? What is your purpose? What do you do well? What do you not like doing? How do you want to change the world? All, all these questions came, and I actually got out a pen and started writing and answering these questions. Lo and behold, 10,000 words later, I reread, it's it sort of all came flowing out, Julian. I, sometimes I don't even know if I was holding the pen, but the dam, the dam burst and all this creativity came out. And I reread the 10,000 words. And that's where I discovered that I had kind of created a methodology for myself of how to empower myself, which was in three steps. But I'll stop there and uh, get your reaction. <laughs> no, 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 that, that's um, interesting. And and this process, I mean, it, it's obviously you, you just went out on your own journey. You you discover, you ask yourself questions, which, you know, it's interesting. I think we don't ask ourselves enough questions. I think we often go through life and that's why we need to, like journaling is a really powerful tool to really reflect on things, understand things. And I, and I, and I talk a lot with my clients about, you know, journaling, whether you voice note journaling or write journal, however you do it, just expressing something out and then rereading things a day later or months or years later, you can start to see patterns. And I know for myself, I realized I was at a point in my career, you know, 20 years in, in what I was doing uh, and a few little external pressures and, and opportunities. But I realized actually I wasn't really living my true self and realized when I reflected and took some time out um, I didn't do what yourself jump and wait. So I, I, I sort of t- did it slightly in more tandem. Um, I realized that it was it was the unlocking potential of people, which is what I love doing and that and, and navigating that, and then ultimately becoming to resilience and stuff like that. And so, but it it takes time, doesn't it? It's a pr- it's a pr- as I say, it's a process. It's not a you know. And I've worked with clients who sometimes you know we talk about getting to their purpose, and it's not a you know, do this workshop and you will find your purpose. It's not that at all. It's an iterative process and it's always sort of tweaking and, and stuff. And so how long did that take you, that process? And, um, and from that, you know, where did that sort of take you in terms of we're talking about the empowerment and what that is and how we can help other people with that. So tell me a bit more about that. Yeah. So, so the process took, uh, it was quite quick. It was about one or two months. Um, as, as soon as I finished, we I took my family to Thailand. It was my 40th birthday. We had a pre-planned holiday. And at the end of the holiday, I said to my wife, right, I have nothing to come back to, right? I have no job sort of to come back to. So I'm going to stay here for a couple of weeks if that's okay. And she said, yeah, absolutely. And and I just felt the energy of Thailand, a lot of smiles, a lot of uh, thing. And that's where I started asking the questions and answering them. And um, the Three steps that came out of this sort of, uh, so for weeks I I wrote, right, Uh, day and night. And the three steps that came out of the process 
were number one, understanding how I function, how I operate. Okay. How do I make decisions? How's my mindset? Um, why do I procrastinate? How do I communicate? Uh, how do I organize myself? Kind of the supercomputer. Let's find out how it works. So I asked myself questions and answered on that. The second step was going into my heart to ask, right, well, who am I? Uh, what's my identity? What's my purpose? Who is Jonathan Cave? L let's verbalize it. And number three, and this was the surprising one, number th the third step was, right, now how do I connect this amazing supercomputer, your mind, our mind, to this incredible software, our heart? so that these two powerful forces come together, work together, uh, so that one plus one equals 11. Not two, not three, but 11. And this was the beginnings of empowerment, of going in and understanding my system and the different fa uh, facets individually and then connecting them together, which ultimately led to me finding my central alignment line. And I came back, it so transformed me. I came back to Europe and said to a few mates, listen, I, I've created something for myself. I have no idea what it is, but it, it, can I try it on you? And so I'm a New Zealander. So I said, listen, I'll buy you some beers uh, and please go through this process with me. And they did. And they said, wow, this is amazing. It's so simple, but it's so powerful. I'm already feeling the effects. And they said, well, you should consider becoming a coach. And I said, a what? Because I, I knew what a tennis coach was. I'd had a tennis coach, but I didn't know what a, a leadership coach or a lifestyle coach was. I'd never had any coaching. And so that was the beginning of the journey to say, right, well, in the process of finding myself and finding my purpose, and my, I found my primary purpose, which was to be me, to be myself. As Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. Mm -hmm. And he's right. I can't be Julian. Julian can't be Jonathan. And if we both try, we will fail, right? So it's about mm -hmm. purpose number one is being yourself. But you, but you need a process to know what that is and, and how to mm -hmm. discover yourself. And then secondary purposes is be yourself in your relationships, in your projects, in your career, in, in everything you interact with so that you bring your high energy, high performing, authentic self to the mm -hmm. party. And that's where the journey began in terms of coaching uh, and uh, becoming a trainer and, and traveling around the world and meeting incredible people. And, and how do you know you are in that alignment? What, what, what is it for you and what do you see in other your clients who perhaps do the same sort of shift and transformation? How do they know they're in that alignment? They're in that what they, they're destined to do? I, I'd, it's a very good question. They know more clearly that they're misaligned than aligned, okay? <laughs> because if I'm talking to them, it's because there's a problem in their system. Uh, they they might uh, be highly successful on the outside, like I was, but not feel successful on the inside. They might have low confidence. Um, I mean, I, I look after a lot of leaders who you'd say, wow, th th this person is just shining, but then when I talk to them, they, they've got, in worst case, the imposter syndrome, but mm. in 90% of cases, a, a, an inner confidence problem. So it's more, I know that I'm not aligned, but I've never been taught how to find my alignment, if we call it that, or balance, or, or sort of my sweet spot, or my flow, et cetera. Can you help me? And that's when I say, well, listen, 
my journey is one of learning how to empower myself, meaning go inside, trigger my potential, my energy, mm. my resilience, understand it, work on it so that I can be myself and, and without fear and, and with authenticity, okay? I can't give you that because it's so personal, but I can guide you on a process that will help you empower yourself. Mm. And then once you master that and advance on that, you can take this process and then help others in your team, in your organization, empower themselves. And this is the contrast between empowering yourself and empowering someone other. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that I can give you any power, Julian, or I can give anyone else. You've got your power. <laughs> and so, so it's more about saying, how can you empower yourself? Here's a process so that you understand and then mm-hmm. can help empower others uh, going forward. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't always like the term of empowering. It feels like you've got power to give to people and you don't. Um, I like the word enabling, which is a little bit more about helping people to enable it for themselves, which is your empowerment. And I know you're beautiful. Your, your play on the word is to in, as in go inside, obviously. And I, I see I see that. Um, you, you talked before where you said, you know, often in our careers, we've, we've moved along and at times we've had that alignment flow sweet spot, however it is. And we've, we've felt at our best. Are you finding from your own personal point of view, but also from your clients that that is getting more regular and, and they're sort of that alignments because they've got clarity on it. They know it and therefore they're, they're sweet spots a lot more often. Uh, totally. Um, I'll give you two examples. Uh, one is, uh, one is, uh, and I'll bring my wife into this, uh, hopefully with her permission. Uh, my wife does yoga and meditation, okay? And she has these beautiful sort of moments where she connects, she aligns, she boosts herself, uh, and then she goes into her day, all right? Now, I'm not the type of person, my ambition is not to sit down for 20 minutes and sort of let ideas come and flow through. Um, I want to be in a meditative state during the entire day, okay? I want to raise my vibration level. I I don't want just moments, sort of a a gym session or 20 minutes here and there to feel great and then go into kind of a more stressful environment. I want to go from 60% vibration energy uh, meditative state to 70 and stay there. And empowerment is the process of, of getting into that meditative state as a way of life, not as a sporadic booster or vitamin booster from time to time. That's number one. Number two is that there are two sides to the coin. One side of the coin is looking outwards, all right, which is what I was talking about before. We're conditioned to look outwards, and we need to look outwards in a sense uh, because that's how society works, but it only takes us so far. And I have a lot of leaders who are successful, um, who objectively have have everything they want, but they're not feeling that translated into the in, internal sort of sphere of things. So I and they keep on chasing. This was with my billionaire clients as well. They keep on chasing more money, thinking that's going to bring the happiness, but it didn't. You know, once you've got so many zeros, an extra zero doesn't make much difference. So the idea is to say, okay, that's one side. You don't need any help on that. 
But on the other side of the coin is your relationship to yourself, which is the most important relationship you will ever have. The better your relationship to yourself, the better your relationships to all other people, because this is the core of your energy that you bring. And so if you find alignment in yourself, you can bring an aligned individual towards family alignment, towards business alignment, towards team alignment. If we put misaligned people together and try and create an aligned ecosystem, forget it. It's just not <laughs> going to work. It makes no sense. It, it, it's, it's failure before we start. So the idea is right. We need to find or go towards our natural alignment through the process of empowerment or others, okay, other process, but which achieve the same objective. And then we can bring that energy to all the ecosystems and stakeholders we interact with and bring that alignment energy rather than that confusing misalignment energy. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And you talk a lot about energy and, and yeah. the, by hitting this, this alignment piece, there's a, there's an energy, there's a vibration that's uh, obviously resonates with you and then therefore resonates with other people because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and what you're here to do. Um, and you talked about also this but be more in a meditative state. Yeah. Um, would you put that in a context of like being more present, being more mindful? And and how do you achieve that? You say you're aiming to get to like a, instead of being a half an hour session as your wife with yoga, you're trying to 70% of the time. How do you create a meditative state all the time? And are you yeah. in it now? That's what I'd like Yeah, I, I am. I am. I, I've, I've um I've created an exercise for myself a 2 minute exercise which I call uh the power of nine breathing exercise which is basically something which triggers my internal system most people wake up in the morning look at their calendars and sort of embark on 55 things that they need to do okay mm. um and they're in a, what I call a doing energy and it's tiring. You get to the end of the day and you've gone, I've done 50 out of the 55, et cetera. You never feel like you finish. And the problem with that approach is that for each thing you need to do, you, you need to go inside and find the resources to allocate to each task. All right. And there's, so there's a back and forth, back and forth. So every morning I get up and I reverse the approach and say, and I connect to my three core values, my three greatest talents and my three deepest aspirations. Obviously, I've got more than three values, talents, and aspirations, but they are the symbol of all the others. And I do a breathing exercise where basically I, I, I do circles. I know that if this is a podcast, people won't be able to see it, but I do, I identify my values, my talents, my aspirations while I'm breathing. Um, and that helps me find the central alignment line. And the result of that is that I then go out feeling I'm fully equipped, toolbox, backpack, my energy's been triggered. I'm going to do the same 55 things, but I've activated the system inside mm. and I am ready to, for whatever life throws at me. And that triggers me off in the morning. And so as the day goes by, I keep on asking myself, what values, talents, and aspirations am I expressing when I'm mm. giving a workshop or when I'm talking to my daughter or things like that? So I keep them very much alive, and that keeps me at a high vibration rate. 
and allows me to coach from eight o'clock in the morning because I, I work uh, a lot with uh, Asia, but also 10 o'clock at night because I'm coaching people in the US. And people say, how do you maintain such energy, Jonathan? And I say, <laughs> well, because I'm constantly calibrating my energy system, my resilience system, by having this internal focus of bringing the best of me to the table and, and nurturing it on the daily basis, not just on the 20-minute meditation session. Does that answer your question? Yeah. And, and are you doing that? Is um, I've heard that people do more, take some time out throughout the day to try and keep that sort of internal focus and alignment, you know, because obviously we get into doing and that can sort of sap our energy metaphorically in that sense, but yeah. actually to go back and just take some time out and to be mindful, even if it's for like, two or three minutes, you know, go for a walk or sit there, think, close your eyes and do some. Do you do that sort of stuff to keep that sort of almost not topped up, but keep that alignment in place? Not really, to be honest. Uh, mm, I, uh, before I, uh, I did the my power of nine breathing exercise, which takes two minutes before speaking to you. All right. So I was already in a very good state. But because, yeah. uh, I, you know, it's it's an important uh, conversation, I wanted to be in my my most flow-like stake and just go with the flow of our conversation. Mm. So I will do little triggers like that to say, okay, Jonathan, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta show up and be yourself. And this exercise helps me do that. Mm. And I'll give you another example of, of empowerment. I've got here a, a success bottle, which is always beside my, my uh, computer. And underneath this bottle is a piece of paper when, with the, my 10 greatest achievements uh, in life. Now, not what society would say are my achievements, but what I feel are my greatest achievements, like a wonderful wife and two great kids, having the courage to change careers age 40, uh, you know, having traveled to all the continents, etc. And I'm filling my glass of water all day long and drinking, hydrating myself and drinking my success. <laughs> okay. So consciously, when I see myself pouring uh, from this bottle, I'm I'm drinking my past successes, which gives me confidence. Mm. And even when I'm not conscious because I'm coaching and I'm pouring, my subconscious is picking up on a life of, of uh, pride and achievement and, and making a positive difference. So these are all little empowerment strategies to be constantly nourishing your confidence, your mm. energy, your clarity, your alignment, which then radiates out of you when you're talking to people, when you're dealing with problems. You can't even help it. Why? Because you're empowering yourself and you're accessing that potential and that power that we've all felt inside but mm. never been able to go and, and, and access. And maybe just to round off, I mean, empowerment for me is the art of going deep inside to open the treasure chest of what makes us unique and what makes us great. And then it's about just bringing it to the surface and applying it to everything we do. That's it. Mm. I, like, I like your your hacks there because they're helpful. And I think it's it's from a psychological point of view, it's it's like the um, we have this thing called a reticular activating system in our brain, which is a, a filter, and and it's about helpful in goal setting, helpful in visualization, and by you set going in the morning, uh, breathing and setting yourself to your values aspirations talents and reminding yourself 
you're reminding your your system to look out for ways to i guess fulfill that and to and to to absolutely and to see things to confirm because we have this thing called confirmation bias basically so you're basically creating a confirmation positive bias as opposed to if we say oh it's gonna be a really bad day today well it will be because you've just told yourself and you look for all the bad stuff you're 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 turning it the other way around and aligning yourself to yourself again and then you'll get confirmation bias of that and therefore you will be your true self which is totally got it that you've you've hit it on the head it's exactly that and by doing this over and over again it becomes automatic in your system where you're you're living inside out rather than outside in and the consequences of living inside out is that my self-worth comes from me Hmm. okay i'm the cake and if I get uh, va- uh, external validation or compliments, that's the cherry on the cake. But <laughs> it's not. Th- and most people live the other way around. They're, they're, mm. They need external validation, confirmation, congratulations to feel they a strong self-worth. But that's akin to delegating the power over you or abdicating the power over you to others, mm. which, which is, can be a very dangerous thing depending on who's around you. Okay, and yeah. uh, and so so to wake up in the morning and feel confident in who you are, where all you need to do is to say, right, be yourself, Jonathan, or be yourself, uh, Julian, and show up. And by show up, I mean show up with your energy, show up with your resilience, show up with with what you've been given and what you've developed. Mm. That's pretty much all you can do. I mean, <laughs> it's, <laughs> exactly, it's a I pretty agree. good start. Yeah. It's a very good start, and it, it's it's. Uh, and I, I love when I, obviously my own sort of self, but I want to see other people at their best, and and it's 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 it's, it's wonderful to see. And I, I saw my daughter recently, and she was at a best in, in a context, and I thought she's absolutely um, in her flow, and it, and it's wonderful to see because it's themselves there, and there's the energy there. It's there's whole much so much there. Just one thing, working with your clients. Mm. Um, do they all give up their jobs and change everything? <laughs> no, yeah, good question. Because <laughs> obviously you might get some real misalignment. How do, how do they handle yeah. that? No, it, well, they don't uh, is, the, is the short answer. I've, 99% of my clients reconnect to what they're doing. They've disconnected somehow, maybe sort of their 40s, 50s. They've kind of, you know, they've gone up. Their growth curve is flattened. You know, they're not growing as much. They know what they're doing. Uh, they're asking themselves a lot of questions. Their energy's gone down. They're saying, what, what about the next 20 years, etc." And I help them reconnect to themselves by empowering themselves. And then they realize that where they are, is, is not a lotto ticket that's kind of fell. It, it's been the accumulation of thousands of decisions, conversations, et cetera. So the company they're working in, their role is, is their natural state because it's, like I say, it's been created over years. And so what's been missing in the piece, however, is that they've never really taken the time to know who they are, how they function, et cetera. And once they've uh, moved the needle on that, they connect it and reconnect it to this natural role they're doing and turbo boost their career going forward. So I get a lot of feedback saying, you know, I was, I was the, the flame inside me was on lukewarm. It was kind of just thing. And now you've, you've helped me relight my flame. 
Um, and I'm not going to change jobs, et cetera, or, or a totally radically thing, but I have uh, the energy and the desire to really go to the next stage of where I am. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, th- that's a, a one type of client. Another type of client has already made the jump, all right? So they mm-hmm. they come to me, they've, they've left, they heard my story, they say, right, oh, uh, you know, I've gone from employee to entrepreneur, here's my passion, how can I turn it into a sustainable business? So I, I say, listen, you know, I, I'm not a business advisor, but for me, the key to your success, whatever you want to do in your business, is that you need to learn to empower yourself because entrepreneurship is, is uh, you know, looking at yourself naked in the mirror every day mm-hmm. and uh, responding kind of thing. You can't hide as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And um, so instead of focusing on the business model, et cetera, which is necessary, I say, right, yeah, but you're the key person. It's your idea. It's your passion. It's your energy. If you don't align that, your prospects, your investors are going to feel someone who is misaligned unconsciously. It will be nothing to do with your pitch, but unconsciously they will pick up on someone who is misaligned and that could cost them their success. So I say, right, well, we really need to help you on your alignment so that when people meet you, they go, wow, what energy, what passion, what alignment. Of course, this is going to transform into a successful business because I feel it very deep in, mm. inside me. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And I, and I think all what you've said there, it all goes back to this, you know, understanding who we are, what what matters to us, what our values are, what gets us excited, what's our pa- all those, the why questions of that purpose and like alignment it, it does start there and it's really important and um, i thank you for, for coming on and sharing and with such energy and uh, as always jonathan all my conversation with you are full of lots of energy and passion uh, it's wonderful um if people want to connect with you and get in touch with you what's the best way of doing that um probably two ways one is through email um my email is jonathan j-o-n-a-t-h-a-n at myfi which is mypy.com. Um, and the second way is through LinkedIn. Uh, very happy to connect and then and then exchange and share. Um, th- this is my passion. I love to exchange with people. Uh, I work with people from all around the world, all at the end of the day, we're human beings, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we, and um, we, we, um, we have so many more common things uh, or things in common than we have differences, especially mm. when we're talking about clarity, confidence, alignment, balance, happiness, um, and that's all internal. So l- love having those discussions. And thank you, Julian, for, for I'm inspired. So thank you for generating that and uh, for <laughs> what you're doing. I think it's absolutely fantastic and very useful. Brilliant. Thank you for your time today, Jonathan. Much appreciated. Take care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you do like this episode, then please do rate, review, and share with your friends and colleagues. As a coaching practice, we coach high-performing leaders and teams with extreme ambitions. We'll help you to go beyond what you believe is possible. If this sounds like you, then let's have a conversation with me. Contact me at julianrobertsconsulting.com.